0: Uh um, so um I'm going to get my co-hosts in as well but uh, while we do that um how's your day today dude
1: Uh this is fine you know typical friday All right. yeah finishing out a work, work week Okay uh is that uh, more stressful on a friday than on a Tuesday or Wednesday and hey, what's up guys hey, so, welcome All right
2: let's go Going on, give me one second. I'm trying to put my headset on, but it likes to
0: All right. So I'm just waving everybody to come in because we have a lot of people just ready to talk and join. And uh, it looks like we're gonna try and have one more friend join us tonight. But um so Steve, um yeah. can you tell us kind of the background of this incredible off situation? Here. I know, wonderful, hey Leon. So, Steve, we have Leon and Andy, my two co-hosts tonight, and uh, we are here to talk to you about uh, not just um, this whole two-key custom, who you are, and background, but we also want to talk about you just launched seven different uh, chapbooks last week, so thank you so much for coming to talk about that. I currently have three in my uh, possession tonight. Nice. Um, Hopefully, we'll talk about a few more, and hopefully, we'll be able to give... Uh, I have extra copies of those, so we hopefully can give some away tonight as well. So,
3: all um, right. So where did <laughs> these
0: right. custom start from? Like, where did this whole concept start from? And when you say the work week, and I'm gonna—I promise you all shut up. Oh no! I promise you, I will.
1: Um, <laughs> right.
0: When this whole uh, work week—is this what you consider work? Because this is what I believe my work is, but I'm not really—I'm a teacher in my real life. Yeah. So, is this uh, work no. for you?
1: No, it's not. I mean. It's, It's not work. It would never be work. It's a a labor of love. It's a side project, a hustle, you know, all those things that people call these things that they Mm do. Um, To me, it's, yeah, it's a side thing, but it's, um, in a way, it's just something that keeps me motivated, keeps me sane, keeps me, you know, just doing things that I enjoy and and staying with art, connecting with other people, like-minded people. Um, Yeah, so it's not not work at all. I have a full time job um, that takes up a lot of time because it requires me to be, you know, on and it requires me to be attention to detail and all that kind of stuff. So this um, is kind of, in a way, the same thing I have to be on, I got to pay attention to detail, I'm dealing with people's uh, words and art. Um, But it's like a a distraction. And it's a, a step away. And, you know, it gives me a chance to to get away and free myself from that other stuff.
0: Because um, I so it's
2: don't know. like a zen for you, basically, right? It's like a zen, right? That's, it's like zen
1: time here. Yeah, it that's is. what I want it to be. Sometimes it gets, mm-hmm. you know, a little more hectic, depending on a person. You know, sometimes people are the people I, I work with. A lot of times, it's I reach out and say. Hey, I, I like what you're doing. Let's connect. Sometimes recently, I guess because it's taken off a little bit more than it was in, you know, a year ago. Um, I'm getting people coming to me. Uh, and some people I'm aware of and I'm and I know from Instagram, some people I have no idea, they don't even have an Instagram or they may not have social media. So it's kind of, you know, connecting, talking and feeling them out, having them send me their thing and, you know, kind of working from there. So, yeah, it's a zen. It will always be because it's art and it's creative and it's, um, you know, fun in that way because I get to, you know, have a peek into someone else's lives. Um, They're trusting me with their work. So, you know, I get to be creative in that way. But it's also, you know, in a way it is a job in a sense because someone is relying on me to do good with their work. So, you know, depending on (laughs) someone's perspective, you know, a lot of times, um, and maybe I'm getting far ahead of the initial start of this conversation, but you know, sometimes um, And maybe you guys see it too. People reach out because they see something cool and they want you to do it for them, but they may not have any pre idea of, you know, necessarily what you do. They just know that you Put up a bunch of things that look cool and maybe there's a little bit of commotion and people are excited about what you're doing so now they want to get involved and that kind of creates a a weird balance yeah a weird balance and stuff yeah
2: so it's interesting because like what you said um you you said i know you were talking about um detail and i wanted to ask you how important is that detail because you were talking about how they see something cool and is nice and everything and I and the reason why I say that because um, I think my main thing was always okay. People do it because it's cool, but are you doing it because it's just to be a part of the, uh, what's the word like? Like you want to just be a part of the the coolness behind it, or is it because you really love to do it? not not you, but like other people who want to join in on what you're doing and you talk about detail. So and. and what I got out of what you're saying is it's also a responsibility for you to make sure that the detail was so according to what the 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 writer wants to you know wants for that for the you know for the work that you're doing for them. So my question is how important is that detail and how important is that responsibility for you?
1: To me, um there's only a couple things that I um there's a there's I mean there's a lot that I strive to do. But when I'm doing um, a drop. Uh, And a lot of times up until this most recent April one, um, I've kind of done between one to three at once. And that was, you know, one to three per month. This year I'm doing every other month. um, And I allowed myself, which is kind of crazy to do seven all at once. But what I strive to do is I take whether I know the person, I don't know the person, whether that person has, you know, a big base of however many followers on Instagram or Facebook or, you know, whatever it is, or they have very little, or I have no idea because I don't have a social media. I take each person and I kind of just like ignore all of that. And it's just like, it's just them Mm, and I, I take their work and some stuff comes to me. um, Pretty much ready to go. And it just, I put it in my own way and I tweak it into my format for printing. Uh, But others, you know, they ask or they ask for a little, little bit of critique, they ask for a proofreading. um, And then I take it, you know, that way. Um, But it's really I take each one as it comes. And every one of them I treat different, but the same, you know, what I mean, I um, want uh, my process and my thought of what I release is, I want every release to be unique in itself, because every artist coming to me is is unique. One of their works is its own unique thing. But I also under my two key umbrella. I want everything to look and feel as its own thing, but also feel like it's part of this two key family, in a sense. Um, and maybe speaking that's of, Sorry, Steve. Just
0: yeah. Speaking of the two key family, it sounds like here we have Von Ross, um he had talked about earlier. Uh, Steve you, says here that you're excellent at what you do. Real pleasure to work with. Also, we have another comment here I just want to put, bring to everybody's attention. Uh, Steve um, Zunjewski.
1: That's that's usual. Ziemieczyński. Yes- zim- ah. yeah, you're I close.
0: Knew was, I knew I knew it was a juski before, like a, a yeah. different. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so I try, I try. um Anyway, um it's the type of guy who does good work because you believe in it. Um, exactly. Want to talk more about that kind of? Because again, you kind of have like. We've had uh, uh, interviewers in the past talk about like, the DIY aspect. It never yep. dies. And that, it's kind of like the quality that you get. It kind of has that kind of aesthetic, you know? Yeah. Um, like you said, you, each one's kind of unique, but also part of the same family. So, again, I have three sure. from the Seven collection that we'll go through. I know we want to talk about some of all the artists that came out. But um, talk about the Two Kids yeah. family and all that whole situation there with the DIY aspect.
1: Sure. Uh,
0: the believing um, in it.
1: Yeah. I mean, I I'm not going to put... I'm not going to, because really, this is a side hustle. I'm not, making, uh, I'm not making tons and tons of money. for. Basically, what I'm doing is I'm putting these out with and for these artists and writers and, and poets and whatever, uh, and I'm just hoping to make enough back to get to the next one. So it's not like I'm doing this because it's like I just want to release anything and everything because I'm making money, and it's just like let's keep this train rolling because I'm making a profit off of this. It's more of, you know, it's a, a heartfelt Homemade thing, so uh, I'm not going to accept someone's work if I don't believe in it. If it doesn't, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna love every poem in every single book I put out because that's almost oh. impossible. But I want to at least feel the heart of it and believe in it, uh, and also I want to mesh with that person's overall, um, you know, their overall. Vi- I don't. I hate the, aesthetics. I hate the- uh, aesthetic, aesthetic uh, their belief, like uh, put something out that, that sense. There's yeah, there's there's beliefs and, yeah, I'm not putting something oh. out that's going to be racist, homophobic, you know, any of that kind of, like that has no part in my world. Um, so that's, that's a big one. And that's part of the family. So, um, yeah, I have to, I have to believe in what you do. Uh, and, and I have to, you know, that it, I'm not wasting my time, my ink, my paper, my pride on this if I don't believe in it. Uh, so that's number one. Um and uh, did I, I think I answered part of it, but there was more I was going to say. Yeah. I used so I'm um, sorry. Yeah. I yeah. didn't ask you.
3: Sure. Um, what's the inspiration behind um, the name um, Key Customs? Oh, what, yeah. What, right. what, yeah. What
1: inspired you? Um, I'm seeing all, all the names. <laughs> uh, that's good. Uh, Clay. Hi, b- hi dude. Uh, Tom. I'm going to fight that guy because he's. <laughs> but I support <swear> <laughs> him. I bet <laughs> <laughs> never sent me anything even though we're good buddies. Right. But uh yeah, yeah. Make
0: sure we, we make sure that's known to everybody
1: out there.
0: We <laughs> will uh, <laughs> miss it. It is I, yeah and I, I, I think was wondering we, where did that come yeah.
1: from? Sorry. Um I think you started asking in the beginning and then we kinda
3: you know rambled
1: and went full force into the conversation. But um so the name itself is the name itself and then two key customs, the idea of it started in two thousand fourteen. Um my wife and I Uh, we were engaged planning for, uh, our wedding and we are both creative in a sense and, and also don't have tons and tons of money to throw at different vendors and all that kind of stuff. So we did a lot of the work, the decorative stuff for for our wedding, uh, ourselves. I've always been creative, like digital wise, like I can make flyers and invitations, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, uh,
0: you got some artwork out there too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Little watercolor drawings that turn into easy, easy to do designs. Uh, So yeah, basically long story short, it was around our wedding time in 2014. Mm -hmm. We started doing stuff for the wedding, loved it had a great time. We were like, well, there's something here. Maybe we could, you know, take this moment and now do this for others. And at the time, it was basically friends, family, like we're not in a position to become, uh, you know, a home business. But Friends and family have asked us since then to do invitations for their kids' parties, their showers, and that kind of thing. And then, fast forward a bunch of years, um, in the start of uh, COVID, quarantine here in New Jersey. Um,
3: Jersey, Jersey over here. That's right.
1: Yeah, me
2: too. Where, it's over.
3: I'm where a, are you in Jersey? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm oh, shit now, but I'm originally a Jersey, boy. Warren County, you know, Morristown, Oh, okay. Ashton, uh, Nice. Cool Oh my. That's. Yeah. No. So I'm um I'm
2: originally from New York, but I live in Bayonne. So I live like before you hit Staten Island, if that makes sense. Oh, the no. Bayonne Bridge goes literally five minutes into Staten Island. But I'm originally from New York, but I, I yeah. like I like where I live. So and Steve, yeah. Steve,
0: you're not gonna believe this. I am not from New Jersey uh, at all. No. <laughs> <laughs> but I be- I just visited New Jersey when I met Andy when we just started the podcast. So oh, cool. I recently visited your state. So. Um, cool. I think you guys suck at driving because you don't know how to turn left. They, they never taught you how to turn left.
1: Uh, we can do it when we want to. <laughs>
2: That's tri-state area. That's tri-state area the crap, unfortunately. I'm sorry, yeah. It's... I'm not gonna.
0: I'm not gonna throw it out. I got nothing to say. She
2: said pizza with pizza. <laughs>
1: what we're I don't know. Yeah, yeah. To talk about the, the
0: release. So <laughs> you said seven. Now seven's a lot. You said you said normally when you guys do. Um, Releases you go like three at a time, but seven you put out seven this time. What was the rationale to do seven? Although you were talking about the COVID time, maybe we can go back to that.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll go yeah. quick. I'll move through the...
0: no, no, no. Did you, you tell the story? I said, <laughs> I want to know everything. All so, right, start
1: now. start of quarantine here in, in Jersey, uh, it was early March, uh, 13th, March 13th, yeah. I believe. Um, we didn't no know knew exactly what to expect or what it was going to be. And one of my uh, buddies from Belmar, uh, who is also on Instagram, uh, Glenn Binger, who, Bing Bang Co, um, he is also a, a writer, publisher, poet. He, he wrote a bunch of novels, has a bunch of uh, zines and chapbooks out. He reached out and was like, hey, let's connect and do something together during this quarantine time. I'll send you some stuff, you send me some stuff, and we'll let's make a, a, a let's collab. And I was like, okay, yeah. And I was nervous at the time because that's a couple years ago. I was still early in my um, my own personal, um, not early on in writing, but early on in, like, doing something in, a like, a setting, like, insta- you know, being on Instagram and trying to self-publish or publish. And, like, to me, it was just all in my own home. So he asked me, and I was like, all right, yeah, let's do it. And I was a little nervous. But uh, then I was like, you know what? This is cool. He he has a bigger audience. I, I appreciate him. I appreciate what he does. I respect him as a, a a writer, artist, but also as a friend. So I was like, I'm gonna take this moment and I'm gonna turn this into something bigger. He asked me, but I'm gonna now tell him to send me his stuff and I'm gonna do the book, I'm gonna do the work, <laughs> put it under two key customs and now I'm gonna have my own oh sorry, my light turned off. Uh, I'm gonna have my <laughs> we're gonna start my press and I'm gonna from there I'm gonna go and I'm gonna try to reach out to Um, You know, a couple of the people I know that are artists, writers, but whatever. Uh, And that's kind of where it went from uh, mid-2020. So I think May 2020 was the first release. And then I think later on in the fall, we did another one or two. And then it just went into 2021. Uh, We did a bunch. And then 22 was big. I did um, at least one release per month for the whole year. Uh, and most months ended up having two or three. And then here we are now in you know 2023. And I did two in February and we just did seven in April. Um, so to get to your question about why seven, uh, at the end of 2022, um, I was on a steady path of doing two to three books a month. I didn't want to get too, I didn't want to get in too far over my head and not be able to give each thing justice. Um, so I wanted to keep that pace, but I was also getting responses from people that I reached out to earlier and they were like, Oh, I have something. And then other people were messaging me and saying, Hey, can you read my, my uh, manuscript? And I wasn't going to turn people away. I'm going to read it. And if you know, it doesn't fit, it doesn't fit. And we'll, Mm -hmm. we'll approach that as it comes. But uh, I wasn't turning anything away. I was hungry. I wanted to do it. I was enjoying it. Um, So at the end of 2022, I had a bunch that even get to. So uh, I wanted to take a break at the start of this year so I could focus on my own stuff. Because I haven't, I've been ne- neglecting myself, um, my own art, my own writing, my own drawing, whatever. Because um, I've been focused so much on everyone else's and so much on two key, so I was like, okay, let's take a break in 2023. I'll come back uh, after the first quarter and we'll start nailing stuff out. But I couldn't stop. Like I had so much, so I was like, okay, I'm gonna do two, get these two out of the way because they were from the end of 2022. And then I was like, I have a huge chunk. I'm just gonna do a big one in, in April and. That's what we did. I did seven. um, And they, it wasn't, I mean, it was hard. Everything's hard because it's, you know, it's time consuming. And I have a family. I have three kids. Like I said before, I'm juggling work. I'm doing this. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it's hard to carve in that space. But I wait till the kids go to bed. I wait till I put the kids to sleep. The wife falls asleep on the couch watching Bravo or whatever. (laughs) And then I start doing it. All right. You know? And that's it. That's the story.
0: That's great.
1: Wow. That's, um, did you have any
3: questions, Leon? That you wanted to ask? Um, why, I just want to say that um, <coughs> your dedicated work ethic, is um, commendable. I mean, it like because it feels like, where did you find the time? Because like the way you were able to release everything, it feels like it was breakneck speed. Of course, you know, I know it was like very time consuming, but I was like, there's 24 hours in a day. You able <laughs> <Yeah>. to like <laughs> do all of it like that? such 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 pace and so efficient too because you yeah. didn't just like spit it out whatever you know just throw caution to the wind no you 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 did it with efficiency as well
1: i yeah, I just you know i I don't know, I don't know that's just I guess how i I approach a lot of things um I'm hard on myself uh, mm-hmm. and sometimes, and I think this is also um helpful to me because there's times when I'm like. You know, as a writer or as an artist, you want to set your own. You want to set time aside to focus on your own thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you try to be so regimented, and it's like I'm gonna wake up at this time and I'm gonna put in an hour to write, it's those times when like you're you're forcing yourself, so you're dry, you're nothing's gonna come out. Mm-hmm. So it's like when those times arise, and I can't sit in front of the computer to focus on myself because I'm either, you know, too much in my own head or the kids are getting me crazy. It's easier for me to open up someone else's documents and be like, okay, and read this and I could focus on that because it's not, it's not myself. Um, so yeah. it's very, it's my, my process is early morning, uh, late night, sleep a little bit in the middle and then you just wake up and I wake up and I do it again. Sometimes I'm able to kind of do it in the middle of the day as I'm supposed to be working. Uh, if it's like yeah. a light, I, where I want to take like 15 minutes to do something and then jump back to work, take another 10 here. You know, I kind of piece it together and it's been working. <laughs> it's... I gotta
0: say, Steve, you really uh, have a really good uh, altruistic side because uh, we're getting a lot of uh, information in the chat about your own personal work, especially your watercolors. They're really oh. just blasting pretty hard about how great they are. Uh, Bobby Beatnik213 said, Steve's watercolors are so cool and they are a bright spot in the bleak and gray wintertime. <laughs> I'm also following up that. He also says that um, even when you fail to deliver a manuscript, he doesn't give up on you and continues to support and encourage you as a writer. So it seems like you're really, really kind of pulling art from your community, from the people that you really have that um, to keep. that's
1: right that's right people are also wanting
2: to see some of the work too it's all about that lasting impact and it's that trust that you have built with your the the people that trust you to do the manuscript to get the thing done it's it's that lasting relationship that you built you know um and I think that's amazing to have that. It's, 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 it's like I said before, you know, that's a responsibility that you take very seriously. And like, right. like just like Leon said, that is awesome. And I think that's awesome that you do that because just to get your book published, like let's say in any place, let's say this doesn't exist, it's hard. And one thing I've learned because I had, um, I've had two guests that were publishers, and one thing they had in common is like sometimes you don't even have control right. of yeah. what you want to put out there. They yeah. pick and choose what they think oh you should do and it becomes a battle. So I think the fact that you're allowing that freedom, okay, hey, let's work something out. Let's make it to make it good. And it's like what Bobby Beatnik said, you know, like even if people deliver a manuscript, you don't give up on that person. And it's like we need a lot of that. That's awesome. I I,
1: I applaud you for that. Thank you gonna,
3: oh, on,
1: real quick. Um, that side is that's not the driving force the reason why I started Two Key, but now that I've been doing it, that is one thing that is important to me, and I'm glad um, that you've elaborated on that a little bit because it is important. Because um, as a, uh, you know, as an artist, as a writer that has submitted to places, I don't necessarily think that everything that uh, you know someone is going to submit to, uh, whether it's you know, a, ma- a manuscript to a, a publisher or a poem or two to, you know, an anthology or some kind of a a collection that's going to feature a bunch of writers. I don't expect really to ever say, get the the note back saying, yeah, we're you're accepted. But when you do get that, it's awesome. Yeah. But it's very, very small. Uh, it doesn't happen often. Uh, you know, some people, it may happen more than others, but it doesn't happen often and it gets discouraging. And my goal is um, to not, be that uh, yeah like you said like the the publishers themselves aren't choosing that sometimes they're not choosing what they like or don't like they're just maybe picking because they don't think someone's going to sell or this person doesn't have enough followers like there's a number of factors also sometimes the the work may not be good enough and that's totally fair and that's fine um but i wanted to be uh, and i still want i'll always want to be that person that gives the new fresh people a start the people like myself that have been writing for a long time but has always been scared mm-hmm. not you know scared to do something because oh. um, we all deserve a shot and I've done I think I've done more debut chapbooks over the last like bunch of you know a couple years than I've done um you know for bigger writers and that's totally fine like it's not making me more money which is totally fine because it's not a money but i and but at the end of the day i feel better releasing someone's debut chapbook and it you know selling a handful of copies that makes more that means more to me than you know me getting a writer that has put out a thousand chapbooks and Mm. it's like hey can you do this because i've seen you do this for other people and you know why not just do mine too um yeah so giving people a home uh it feels right you know And, and everyone needs a shot. And, you know, who, who knows what's going to happen from there? You know, once they have this one in the door, they get their confidence, and now they're like, oh, well, now I feel good. I'm going to submit to 20 places. I'm going to submit a new manuscript full of poems to this person. And, you know, I, I think uh, um, myself, there's a couple in New Jersey. That, that guy, Tom, that was in the chat, um, He's he's prolific. He gets accepted, and he submits, and his poems are everywhere. But mm-hmm. he's great. Uh, but he also runs um, a press between uh, shadows um, who I think are similar in a way in a, in a, a like a theory and a stance as to what I'm, do- what I'm doing. We started around the same time. Um, he's put out a ton, fun, uh, but it's similar. It's like, we know what we like, we know what we don't like, but we want to give people a voice and because people deserve it. You know, who are we to say that your art is Yeah, It is. Wow.
0: So, So, um, yeah, that is amazing. Um, um, So throughout this whole history, um, what was maybe one of the projects that either was like the most rewarding for you, because maybe you had a lot of adversity, or maybe it was an artist that you really pulled something from, like, what, do you have any projects that were like, damn, that was a really fucking good one that we did there?
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's hard. I, uh...
0: no, they're all the same. Yeah. I know they're all like that. But. Get out of my head,
2: Angela, because I was going to ask That's that good. question. Get
0: out of, of my head. Focus. I brought
1: it out of your head. I have a few of these left, um, but I have um, one of my great friends, and I'm not sure if she's on, um, is uh, this girl named Maureen. Um, we worked together at a restaurant for many years, years and years ago. She. Uh, Went on writing dates after our our terrible shifts. We came out of work, found like mm-hmm. like food and garbage, and we would go to the nearby bar. We would sit at the bar, have a couple of drinks, and we would share each other our poems. Uh, and I, at that and that was long before I had any thought in my head about this and mm-hmm. any of this. Uh, but we were there for each other. We bounced ideas off each other. We critiqued each other, and we continued talking about poetry and art and stuff. Uh, and then when I started this. I mean, it was like, she was the first person I talked to. I was like, I'm doing this. I'm starting this. I have these two things I'm going to do first. But before the middle of next year, this is in 2020. I said, before Mm -hmm. mid 2021, you are sending me some of your poems and we're putting together a book. And we did. So that was one of the most Mm -hmm. rewarding ones. Um, Mm -hmm.
0: That makes sense. For sure.
1: That felt great because it's a friend, um, uh, uh, another friend of mine who is not really a writer. In a in in a sense of like he submitting places and publishing, but he's a creative guy. He, he's a one of my best friends in, in my entire life. Uh, his name is Pete. He um, found his, his father passed around. Uh, I guess it's a couple of years, two years at this point. His father mm-hmm. passed, so he was going through the garage, um, cleaning out some stuff, and came across a box that his mom had Yeah. And it had uh, a school project in it, uh, written poems from when he was in high school. That and now he's like, you know, tough. he's almost 40. Um, so he, he was like, oh, I bet Steve will be into this. So I mean, was like, send it to me. And I didn't even care how maybe childish or how, you know, how yeah. young it was. But I read it and I was poetry. like, this is high school this is cool. Like, these are, yeah. there's, there's a handful in there that I was like, these are legit poems. Uh, so I was like, I'm going to do a book if you want. I'll make a book out of this. So I did that for him. Uh, I still have some of those. They're in the shop. Um, That was rewarding. And then fast forward a bunch of, I mean, they're all rewarding to me. But um, my February drop, I did two books in February. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're both sold out. But um, one was for uh, Sam. It was called, (laughs) I I should have all this memorized, but uh, off the top of my head. Oh, it's self-diagnosis. I don't know why I forget. Self-diagnosis by Sam Rubenstein. Uh, And then I did another one by um, this guy, uh, Munsif Usamani. Uh Uh, It's called Honey, I I Met the Shrink. They both, like I said, are sold out. Um, But they they were sent to me around the same time. I met Sam out at a reading maybe once or twice. I met uh, Munsif out at a reading once. Um, I don't know if they know each other. Maybe they do now. But they both sent me something, a manuscript together around Uh the same time. Uh And... um, they were both both not the same, very different styles, but they were both in a way centered around um, you know like anxiety and uh, like self-help in a way, but also like looking at yourself in the crazy world that we live in and kind of figuring out where you fit and how, you yeah. know survival. It, they were just two beautiful pieces, very different. Um, but I was so happy with them uh and they they uh i usually provide a handful of copies to each writer and then i put uh, some up in the shop so i could you know recoup some money and then go to the next one uh but these two guys also bought additional copies so they could go to their own poetry Mm -hmm. readings and sell them Mm -hmm. uh and they've been they've sold theirs and they've come back and asked for some more so they've been selling and i am i'm happy about it because it's not just and nothing i do is really just poetry or just a short story. They all have to have meat to it. But these two, because they've been, you know, they're, they're a couple of the more recent ones. uh, It's just top of mind. But these two, I felt like had a lot of heart and a lot of importance to it for people, you know, for people of all (laughs) shapes, colors, sizes, you know, in all walks of life. Uh, You know, so I was very happy that they came to me with these two specifically, and that they've been Moving and selling and getting out into people's hands because it's you know it's important work important thoughts I think absolutely now
0: you talked a lot about live um, mic is that something that you do often is that something that they do often is that something or just like just, yeah. just way of the past I,
1: it's 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 done often um, mm-hmm. especially uh, I don't you, I'm sure you guys have seen it um, there's a lot going on in New Jersey there's a lot of shows open mics on a mm-hmm. on a, almost on a regular basis I'm I'm freaking scared about reading in public. Uh, I've read it a couple of times, but I'm not. I'm That's not, in my bucket list, by <laughs> the way. It's good. It's good to do. It's a good exercise. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's good for your, your soul and yeah. I, I, Maybe it helps. I don't know. Gonna, but I'm not a public. I, I don't like to be in front and center. I'm not a public guy like mm-hmm. that. Um, I think my I also think my work, my own personal work, is more mm-hmm. intimate. Like you read it in your house. Mm-hmm. You know, on a couch in your bed, whatever. Uh, Understood. It, yeah. It, I'm not a performer. It's not meant to be performed, but I've done it uh, and I just rush through the words. I don't give it the proper, you know, I don't give mm-hmm. it the justice it deserves. But Sam, Munsif, uh, there's uh, Chord, uh, even Tom. There's a guy, Damien, and in, in they're all performers. Mm-hmm. They They know how to write for the page. Mm-hmm. But they also can perform, uh, and if you can do that, I think it's amazing. I, it's not me. I, Maybe I eventually. I just did my
0: first one in the, uh, Nashville. I just
2: did
3: my first. All right, one um, in Leon, you have a you had a question, yeah. Leon, or I, oh yeah, I, I, actually, I did have a question. Um, um, two qu well, the, well, one was more of um me to say the, the, about the performance, like me as an artist. I um, I would say I'm both. Yeah. I can be front and center and spoken word and lively. Or um, well, then I can also be behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like, like there's something about performing live. It's For me personally, because I've done, I've not only done spoken um, poetry, but I've done motivational speaking. I was a disability you <laughs> um, Just speaking in front of hundreds of people. So yeah, I mean, but I know it's not for everybody. Um, but yeah, um, Going on to my question, I was going to ask to you, what um, is the process of somebody wanting to submit their work to you? Like, what would they have to uh, what would they have to go through um, to submit their work to you?
2: Um, oh, like what
1: resources and yeah. stuff you mean, right? Like
3: what resources you use to? Okay, yeah,
1: yeah, they gotta jump through a lot of hoops to get to me. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> very, very simple. Um, I have my own uh, personal Instagram page, Catch Steve Z, but then there's the Two Key page, so Two Key Customs, um, and I I started my own personal page first, and then a Two Key page came second because I didn't at the time I didn't know this Two Key thing was going to become a, a thing. Um, so basically, they can message me on either one of those accounts, DM, uh, we could chat through there. Uh, I have a website, it's CatchSteveZ.com, but on that website. I have a page specific to the two key stuff. Um, so you can go to that, my site uh, okay. and then send me an email through that or just email catch at Gmail. Um, and that's really it. Like just message me. We can have a little small chat um, and I, it, it's easy. I um, I'm open. Like I said before, I'm open to hearing and reading what, what you got. Um, and in most cases, as long as what I said before, it's, it's not hateful. It's not, you know, slanted the wrong way uh you know i don't want to hear any hate shit towards any kind of person you know that kind of uh and as long as it's not that i'm open and you send it to me and if it connects it connects um i to be completely honest i've only uh in the course of the what is it two three years um i've only turned down less than i've turned down less than five uh manuscripts Mm -hmm. Oh wow! I, I do not turn anything. But, um, a few just, you know, they just didn't fit. They weren't for me. Um, but also, um, I, and I think in one uh, well, before we first started talking about doing this, um, live, you shot a couple questions about like, oh, let's talk about what a chapbook is. Yeah. Or, yep. but if, so to me, I mean, I, that's a bigger answer, a bigger uh, discussion. Um, but what I try to do is I try. To, I don't think a chapbook should be. 40, you know, really much more than 30 pages, it should be a smaller, you know, concise work. Um, so there's times that someone submitted something or want me to work with something that was like, 40, 50, 60 pages, and that just doesn't, it's, it's too much. It, it won't look right when you fold it and stay. it's just going to be a mess. Uh, but it's just also too big. Um, so that's one of the, like the main reasons why I would the second reason, I guess why I would turn someone away is if the work is just too big, and I can't really do justice to it. Um, mm-hmm. But other than that, I'm open. You send it to me, and, you know, we'll we'll figure it out.
3: That, that's, that that's Awesome. Fun. That's for me.
2: What is the minimum, like, what's the minimum requirement as far as pay? Because you said you talk about the pages, and I always found that very fascinating because I know – there's these requirements as to, okay, how many pages a book should be, depending on the genre, and then you were talking about the chat but What's the maximum it should be, and what is the minimum that it should be as far as how many pages in the book? I can't,
1: really, I can't speak about others, because there's other small press people, uh, mm-hmm. small press right. that are doing similar, uh, and they may work. Like, I do everything myself. So like I do the printing, I do the folding, I do the stapling, uh, I do this, you know, I, to start at the beginning, I do the setup and whatever, all the mm-hmm. way down the line. So I'm printing, stapling and folding, you know, all that shit myself. Some presses pick the work, they set it up in whichever format for a printer, and then a printer prints it. So in that sense, those type of presses could probably do thicker, because they're, bind- they're not going to have staple binding, they're going to probably have that perfect bound, yeah. you know, the nice Bookbinding, mm, okay, more, but for me and for what I do, um, I don't think there's a, a minimum. Obviously, it's got to be at least four pages, so you can have you know, if, <laughs> but I would like to see, um, you That's know, crazy. at least like three or so folded pages is, is good, um, but there's no minimum to me, uh, and the maximum, like I said, I've done something that was about, uh, probably a little bit more, more than 40 total pages, um. I've done like one or two, but that's like the maximum. I try to stick within like the 20 to like 34 ish area because uh, that's a lot of work.
3: Ooh, it, okay.
1: Like a chapbook is supposed okay. to be, I mean, maybe I, I'm not, I don't want to say it's supposed to be because I'm not an expert. I'm not, you but know. For you, for your idea. Yeah. 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 So for me, yeah. For me, it should be an easy, concise read because, you know, if you want to read something, you're going to go out and buy a book and, you know, people's reading habits are different. So, but yeah. I think like a, a chapbook should be, you could sit down with it and read it within, you know, a short period of time mm-hmm. and go back to it again and mm-hmm. read it again and again if you want. Uh, but it should be like a, you know, a concise um, not necessarily a themed, but it should all it shouldn't be like 10 poems of like completely random shit. It should be kind of like a concise, organized From
0: start to finish. Yeah. You, right. It's almost like, I i almost want to come to like a uh, like play. Yeah. Almost like when you read a play of this size, you're gonna get a feeling, just like as you walk through. Like, and and you definitely get that, at least from the quality and everything you spoke on from the ones that I have in my possession. You definitely have exactly what you said.
2: So, questions, so Angela, since we were talking about the chapbook, so you mind giving us a preview of what to expect from the 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 most recently uh, received? Oh God, the recently released. Chat books. Like like give us an example of what to expect so people can, you know, buy well, them and stuff like well, that.
0: Absolutely. Well, um, I got I purchased three from the seven release. Um, obviously I had to get Arthur Wilhelm's because he's been on our show twice now.
3: Um yeah. the
0: last the last um poem in here really talks about your whole experience. I don't want to get into it right now, but again the whole bleeding like fingers. And again, like, how many books are you copying? Like, as a teacher, I, I, and the stapler's out and you've made a hundred packets. I'm fucking stapling all hundred packets. I don't give a shit. Um, but like, again, like you have, each one has like its own unique kind of like theme. This one's pretty cool. Like it's got its own like red kind of image in like, How did you come up with this kind of, this is
1: what you said to him? Or did you guys come up with that together? Wow. That is amazing. Wow. That idea was me. Mm -hmm. Um, He, usually, I, I don't know, I don't want to say usually. Um, I have designed most of the covers, but I'm Mm -hmm. not stuck on needing to do the covers for every release I do. I actually, because it saves me some time, I appreciate if a writer... Uh, you know, any of the artists come to me with an, uh, like a photo or a design. In that case, I think Arthur found, um, mm-hmm. you know, an, like the cigarette box image online mm-hmm. and then he put the text in there. I redid it because he sent it to me and it was a little fuzzy. So, like, I kind of tweaked it to fix it.
3: Yeah. But then I
1: took his his image and then that mm-hmm. inside image, I took it mm-hmm. in the image and I wanted to have some kind of a cool little layout. Uh, inside, yeah. So I took it and I, I put all that shit together. That's yeah. pretty cool.
0: I- and again you had to lay that out you had to figure how it would look cool with yeah. where it's oh, going to be stapled oh, oh, and um that. another one here um and again we will go through the actual poetry i think when we hit towards that open mic piece but we yeah. have another one here i have sour grapes from uh david Estringo um mm-hmm. this kind of cool too because we have like actually like a photo like almost like uh it's like i don't want to say maj page on but like that kind of like unique kind of a. Uh, it's really i yeah. really like how it's Tactile, it is, because it's kind of smooth. Thank you. Uh, and, did you come up with this too? Or for that one, I
1: asked him, because um, sour grapes, I feel that you could do, I mean, mm-hmm. naturally, you think sour grapes, you think, oh, I'm going to put some freaking grapes on the cover. So mm-hmm. I asked him, before I got too far into designing mm-hmm. or thinking of something, I asked him, do you have a photo? Do you have a design? Do you have an idea? Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, I found this online. And he found it off of, uh, I guess, free Picker. So it was like a, mm-hmm. um, a free-to-use image. Um, but I, I always feel weird about just taking, an, even if it's free. There's no kind of license, you know. There's no li- any of that weird shit. Um, but I always feel weird about it, and that's why I did the cut because I was like, well, mm-hmm. I'm not going yeah. it. to just a sh- or image. Let's just cut it and kind of put it on the thing. Uh, yeah. But he sent me that image, and then I took it upon myself to cut it and then do the the actual printing part on the the paper. That was that was me.
0: That's really cool. <laughs>
1: Um, um, talk to me
2: about the material, because that was interesting about chapbooks. I I know nothing about chapbooks. Um, I've seen it, don't know well, much I, about I, it, but on, um. Andy,
0: Andy, can I read this? Because it, it it explicitly says it says right here what they're made of. Um, I want to make sure. Oh,
2: it's, okay. It's, okay. And, oh, um, there you go. You answered the question. Oh,
0: actually, it's um, yeah. Hold on, I want to make sure because it's in every one. Well, on. I I of course I can't find it right on cue, but it was. It's, I know exactly where it is. Um, Murphy's
2: law. Murphy's law.
0: Uh, do, 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 do. uh you because you know what it says because it says it on everyone uh, um oh god it's just like it's made what it was made from it's made from like a uh, cardstock oh no it was it uh, maybe it's online where it says that card oh yeah something uh, giving in love
1: yeah that's in the etsy shop uh Dang. uh the listing when you in the book. Book. oh yeah no no, no it says no, no. in the listing they, they that <laughs>
0: yeah that's
1: it's kind of like my tagline, just because I think that's one thing that may set me apart is yeah. that it is homemade, handmade. I, my hand and my, you know, it's on every one of them. Um, I'm hoping, yeah, but
0: and there's one more ad that I want to show off too because this one's totally different. This one has some photography as well. Is this one yep. from our author? This is from Mark Palafrone or Palofroni? Yeah, I think
1: one of his. Uh, I think one of his closest friends uh, did a photography mm-hmm. in the inside cover. It yep. lists. It might list the guy's name. Uh, and he sent me a couple of his photos uh, that he wanted to use. So that, I love that. That was awesome.
0: Oh, yeah. Cover and photos featured within by Sean McLaughlin. Yep. McLaughlin. Yep. Um, yeah. McLaughlin. Yeah, because there's some photos, you know, when people who get these, you know, they're going to get some quality photos as well. So you want wow. to um wow. somebody else's photography and also figure out where it would match as far as um, yep. layout wise. And, and so how how is that? Is that difficult to do? Or this seems pretty spectacular. You put it right there in the center and kind of... Bridging to that's a good, the, start good the question. good question. Start of the chapter, chapbook to the end. Is that yep. where you felt like that was where it's best served, or did the author come up with that idea?
1: No, I, uh, that was, it was me. <laughs> it was, um, well, you're, I, you're
0: the layout
1: I, guy. I don't, yeah, I don't like being like, yeah, that's me, that's me, that's me, because it's, it's a group thing. I always take the idea, uh, or think of an idea and I bounce it off of them just to make sure it was cool. Uh, but there's sometimes where I'm just like, I'm just going to take it and run with it. Uh, but that, he sent me the, the photos and it was, you know, I kind of was just like, well, where am I going to piece them in it? And I thought for that exactly, because of how nice the image was, I didn't want to, and it was a more of a horizontal image. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to put mm-hmm. it vertical. I, so, I, And I figured as a centerfold, it would be pretty cool. So it's not, you know, it's not cut up. So for that, I used a different paper for those, mm-hmm. that photo page than for the interior where the poems are. Um, so that's kind of another thing that I do when necessary, when it calls for is if I use, art or photos, um, I try to off, you know, I try to play with the textures and the covers mm-hmm. are cardstock, the interior is a nice, smooth feeling paper where the poems are printed. But then if I'm using photos or art and I print mm-hmm. it on a set, I, I sometimes try to print it on a separate paper that may have a little more gloss or a little more of a photo mm-hmm. feel, just so as you're flipping through, you, you know, you could feel it. You know, the teacher,
0: like my, uh, the office nerd in me is like, oh my gosh, let's talk about the types of cardstock you're using. Yeah, I love geeks, it. What's, what's about, the quality? What's the grade? You know? Yeah. Yeah. How what's many the, dreams per, yeah, right. where can I get it? How can I get my work to order it so I can just get it out of the closet? Yep. I didn't say that.
1: Talking <laughs> about 945 on a Friday talking about paperweight.
0: <laughs> I know,
1: right? right
2: hey, I'm a stationary I guy. I love stationery.
0: I love office supplies. Yeah. Who doesn't? Yeah. Um, yep. So um, I just highlighted three, but I know there were four other ones. Yes. Um, were there any other covers that you had? Like, I know you probably have them all right to your disposal that we could show up as well. Oh, yeah, cause, um, I, brought them. <laughs> I know that know, because, again, like he said, and if you're just joining us, we're talking with Steve um, at Two Key Customs. And he's a uh, one of the many, but uh, one of the ones that has published one of our uh, guests that we've had and some other ones. Uh, does the small press chapbook. um. Just had seven releases just recently last week. Actually, uh 410 is when they dropped the seven. But yep. um, and if you wanted to look into potentially getting hooked up with Steve, he have dropped his personal and his regular at key Customs. So again, it's all about that unique. Because everyone that I've seen is unique, but then again, it you could definitely tell it's from you yep. and it's from your um your crew, your quality. And again, yep. you hand tag care of every single one you print them yourself you exactly. staple them yourself you cut it's them up. if you need to yep. and um
1: that's that, incredible um, that one that last one you were holding um yeah. the the dawn is godless yeah. uh to to explain even more about how homemade handmade it is that one um mm-hmm. what w- like was moving quick um yeah I had,
0: I saw it like, when I had, I was like, I, I got to get some extra ones. But, like, oh, my God, don't yeah. Got to get
1: that one. Got to get one that one. And I had a stack on our uh, dining room table because mm-hmm. uh, I was packing up the envelopes so I could go to the post office and mail them. Mm-hmm. I had a stack of those. I think a stack of maybe nine or ten that was to be packed. Um, and last week when I was doing it, the kids were on spring break. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> my middle guy is a freaking maniac. He was up sitting at the table with this cup of orange juice, mm-hmm. knocked this cup over, it, and it got on those books. Um, and I, you know, kind of stood them up so they could dry, but the page was like a little stained, it was crinkly, mm-hmm. and I was like, can't send these to people. So yeah. um, last night I just printed off a bunch more. Oh. Um, so a few orders are gonna, you know, a few orders are delayed, but they're going out um, probably tomorrow or Monday. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's the homemade aspect of it. Sometimes it happens.
0: Uh, so it'd be coffee on mine for sure if I was. I, I, yeah, coffee I, on everything. Sure,
1: coffee. It'll give it a nice smell.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. So, I know I asked earlier this question about like uh, opportunity, like uh, events that really were meaningful, and we talked about how you had a, a close friend from the restaurant industry that used to do oh. poetry oh. back and forth. That was a good one, and and how these two collections were really good. But I'm going to ask you the opposite question. So, oh. have you ever had? The opposite experience where either you did go all the way through and you're like, Man, um, I'm glad that's over, or you never even made it to the printing press, it just didn't, just lines got crossed.
2: Actually, that's a good that's good because I know that happens a lot too
1: uh, from time to time. I'm I'm curious,
0: you you were very professional the entire time, and 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 I'm sure it never even happened.
1: No, uh, (laughs) uh, no, I don't have a lot of those stories, thankfully. Mm -hmm. Um, I think just personality wise, I try to, you know, work with whoever it is as best as I can. Um, There was never one where it just got shelved and I was like, well, I'm out. This isn't working. You know, I can't deal with it. There was just one, uh, one release so far, which the work was great. Everything was Mm -hmm. great. The person was, you know, fine to talk to. Um, But I think it was after I printed a bunch of them and I... Mm -hmm sent Like a screenshot to this person uh, as I was printing, like, hey, check out the interior. You know, i mm-hmm. about it, it looks great. They were like, oh, that font doesn't look like the font of the manuscript I sent to you. Ooh. And everyone sends a manuscript that's like Times New Roman or you know, Calibri or mm-hmm. you know, whatever the, mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I, the font okay, not Ariel, though, not Ariel, no. No. I mean, we not Angela
2: Cavett. Okay, <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> okay, no, Sorry. I have, okay, so I have a question for you, because you mentioned fonts, and I wasn't going to talk about this until you mentioned it, and, and the reason why I'm saying this is because Angela had a conversation with um, Stephanie Lamb Lam Lam Poetry, and we just mentioned it. Publisher. What is your opinion on fonts, Arial Font, bad, yay, nay, what's up? I don't care, it doesn't matter
1: yeah. to me. Um, but, my, but what matters
0: my, is they care what font it was when you actually hit print, though, right?
1: That one specific person did. It was like, oh, the font that you use doesn't fit the feeling of what I'm writing. And I was like, oh, all right. It, I tr- I don't know. It Whatever. So I reprinted a handful. I wasn't going to redo all the copies because that's just a waste. Uh, and some people aren't even going to... Some people don't even take notice of these things, um, of these little details. I do. And it bothered me that he wasn't happy. So of course I'm gonna fix it and at least give him the copies that he's supposed to get. And then I made an additional on top of that um, for at least the people that were buying the first couple copies. Cause I figured those people were his friends, his family. Those are people are gonna get it mm-hmm. the way that he intended it. Yeah. Uh, so I fixed it and there's it no big deal. But yeah, font to me, uh, I don't have one set one that I use. I think the standard, everyone assumes it, like it's gonna be printed in Times mm-hmm. New Roman. But I like to match When I do a cover, sometimes I don't have like a a process of do I set up the interior first? Do I design the cover first? It's just kind of like whatever ends up happening that day is what happens. But I kind of like to match whatever fonts I'm using on the cover. Like if I have a title going some way and the author's name with a font, I try to then use that on the inside for uh, either the poems itself or the title of the poems. So everything, everything to me, it's like those little details. I need everything to kind of flow together. So whatever I do for the cover is on the inside or whatever I'm doing on the inside, I then use for the cover. So, you know, it all depends. I've used all sorts of fonts. It's just kind of whatever speaks to me in in the moment. If the artist itself, uh, themselves doesn't have a a preference, then I just, you know, whatever feels right, I just do it.
0: So kind of like whatever (laughs) visually matches the aesthetic, kind of the vibe, the the feeling that you got when you saw the collection, the manuscript together.
1: through the manuscript, uh, and if you know, obviously, when you're re- reading poetry, especially, um, mm-hmm. you're getting you know, you're feeling a lot of things. You're, you're visualizing things if it's written well, uh, you're feeling things if it's written well. Um, so, as I read through once, if I go back and read um, the whole thing again or a poem or two again, because those poems were like, wow, these are these are s- strong, um, I kind of base my thought of font from there, or I base an idea if. I wasn't given a, an idea or an image for a cover. I based the idea from the read-throughs. Uh, and, you know, if I get a thought that jumps out, it's like, okay, this visually, this is going to be the cover now. And, you know, I try to make it work. Sometimes it, it doesn't. And I have to, you know, kind of regroup and then rethink myself, uh, my, you know, the idea. But, you know, that's, that's kind of how it goes. Whatever, However it speaks to me is, is what I do.
0: So uh, I guess it does bring me to this question: Like, do you have any um, artists that are, end up being divas over things like font, or uh, I don't like how you position? I, can you can you center it a little bit more to the uh, left? You know, uh, just, like that that just that one
1: example that I was describing great, uh, with the font. Bad, uh, and there was a couple times where I sent a proof, and they were like, "Oh, can you?" Uh, there might have been one other time where someone wanted to like uh, use it like tab over one one more time than the one that I had, and. But those are all just, like, little things, and that's no big deal. But there's never really been a diva or a problem, you know, in a sense. It's all been kind of smooth sailing in a way.
2: <clears throat> you just gave me an idea for a sure shirt, too. Uh, no diva, no problem. I like that. <laughs> I don't know. That's cool. So- <laughs> Just I just—I'm always coming up with something. I don't well, know. I just feel probably, like I gotta come up with you, something. You
0: probably get an essence from like the work that you're reading and from your interaction yep. that you're gonna get a good vibe off the individual yes. anyway. So you probably that. wouldn't have even picked up the manuscript, so to speak, if you had any sort oh, of inkling right. that that's not gonna work right. out. So exactly. So um, what's next? I mean, because you just dropped seven. Yep. Um, releases um is the what's on the down the pipeline i know you said like every couple of months you do a three-piece kind of a thing but like are you thinking another big release again or uh or
1: what? i wasn't thinking seven again but uh what is this this is april i just april so may is an off month because mm-hmm. this year i'm doing every other just to get oh. try to get myself a little extra breathing room mm-hmm. maybe an extra week in middle that i can focus on myself maybe hopefully yeah um, but so June is gonna be another drop. It's usually mid-month, so mid-June will be the next drop. Um, and I think I had maybe four ready to, but I end up it may end up being uh, between four to six.
0: So your June mm. drop has uh, already been kind of decided, or can people chill, still reach out to you to try and get into a June drop, or they gotta wait for like an August? M-
1: in most cases, uh, it's if someone's gonna reach out now, it will probably be. August, um, but uh, it's it is possible, but mostly it's, it's so going to be August. Good.
0: If Angela Murray brings you something just that good, we're we're going to you in
1: June. it's that good? We'll
2: <laughs> go May. Oh, we'll go oh, May. God. You oh God. Gotta yeah. you got to throw yourself out you'll <laughs> there. You work on your
0: off month. Uh, Damn, I don't think I got anything that good. I would think <laughs> time on your off time. I know I know how much precious time is, so I would never even ask yeah. that. Plus, goddamn it. Yeah. So I'm just well,
2: curious. So. I have a. I have. Um. I guess Mike. I have one last question. Um. Sure. How long? Let's say one book in particular, right? Based on everything you talked about, how long does? Let's say a book was ten pages. I, I'll just give a random number. So, how long is that one book take? Now, does it depend on what the material is and how the material looks that determines how the length of it? Like, what would one typically take you? One book.
1: Uh that that's a good question and it depends i guess it depends on the writer um and i think we've a lot of what i've released is poetry i'm not dead set on only doing poetry i've done a bunch of short stories i've done one that was all visual it was an illustrated book in a sense um so yeah i don't want it to just to jump in here I, i thought that was a good moment to mention it um it doesn't have to be poetry. But let's say a 10 page, whatever it is, it depends on the writer, because like I said earlier, um, some come to me uh, and they've, they've been doing this for a while. Um, so their stuff is a little more polished. It's a little more print ready. And at that point, I'm taking what they sent. I'm reading it through, just double checking in most cases, making sure um, there's if there is punctuation, if the punctuation is there or not there. Um, making sure if they have um, uh, a lot of times in poetry you see the first letter of every letter as a capital. Sometimes okay. people do that, sometimes they don't, but I notice a lot of times if you're not paying attention or if you edit your poem after the fact, some might have the caps, some don't. So like mm-hmm. I kind of try to pay attention to those things. Um, yeah. But if you're pretty ready, those are the minimal things, and that, you know, then it's basically me setting up your poem in my in the format I use for printing, which could take a night or, or so, depending on, you know, my time. Uh, and then the, it's the cover. So really, it could be one ready to go, one basically essentially ready to go thing could take me a night or two to set up. Um, others, where if you're a little less polished or a little bit unsure, um, or want me to proofread or offer my thoughts, critique, whatever, um, then I, I, that would take a a little bit longer and I've done I've done both right and I've done stuff that was like somewhere in the middle where a poem in the whole collection may need a little bit of work or want they want me to focus on one but the others are fine um, but yeah so if, if it's something that needs proofing needs critique that could take like a, week, a little more than a week uh, but I'll also because I'm doing drops that include more than one mm-hmm. I'm sometimes starting one getting to a certain point and then jumping to the other and setting up that one interior wise, then setting up the third, maybe interior. And then I'm going back and I'm doing the covers. uh, And then like you saw with the others where it has Mm -hmm. photography as the layout, I'm then, you know, resizing those pages. And so like, I'm kind of juggling each as I go. It's hard for me to, I try to do one, get it done, but I'm always going back to the ones that are finished to make sure that I like every detail is, is there and make sure there was no typos on my end. Um, You know, I don't know. So to answer your question, I really have no idea. It could take a couple of days. It could take a week or so. It could take
3: whatever.
2: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Awesome, okay. awesome. So um, that, that I'm sorry. I'm just flabbergasted because I, I love to learn stuff. And I think just – like I was telling Angela, even like privately, the fact that we're doing this, you know, uh, podcasting hi. community, you know, we invite people we can tell – you know, like what you're right now, you're, tell, you're telling us a story. You're telling us what you do. And it's just so fascinating to thank even you. hear this. Um, so thank you. thank. You. First of all, thank you for saying yes oh. to us. Yeah, seriously. Thank you. I thank you for know that. I know because You get so many, like, these bots, oh, promote on oh, whatever. And it's all this other bot crap. Yep. But it's like, thank you for trusting us. And thank you for doing Thanks. that. Um, we've already reached towards, like, the very end of the yeah. first hour. Yeah. But okay. did you have a piece maybe from the chat, but that you would want to read to us before we transition into the yeah. open mic section, so, which is the second
0: hour. Yeah, sure. that's exactly what we're going to do. So um, also tonight, Steve, we're going to end things a little differently. So we're going to have you kind of close the interview portion by opening the open mic portion, with you're okay. reading. And then Andy's going to have me stop the live because he's going to take the driver's seat yeah. for hour two. Perfect. So thank you for ending and starting the next portion.
1: Well, thank you again. Thank you for having me. This is great. Um, I'll come back at some point if you like. Hell <laughs> yeah. A fun, yeah. This Is a fun? Hell yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. exactly. be awesome. Honestly, I'm nervous to do these kind of things and talk. And, I, you know, I don't ever really know what I should say or want to say. It kind of comes out as, uh, as I go based on my, you know, it comes from the heart. Um, but this was fun. This is an easy conversation. And, I, you know, it's enjoyable. I, I, and hopefully I see the number. Hopefully people enjoyed it as well.
0: Well, tell all your awesome. buddies, awesome. Now, who are in the industry that you publish, that you're like, hey, this is so great, that Hey, we we, wanna you. we want to interview. And the good
2: thing is, us. even after, even platform. after we, you know, and the good thing about what we're doing here is the fact that even with the live, it's on YouTube, it's on Spotify, yeah. it's on um a- Apple, Amazon, and Audible. Which to me, that's like awesome, and I was able to get it on there, so that's forever. So again. It, it's an honor and a privilege to right. want to do this. Just like how yeah. you feel the same way. Like, it's an honor and a privilege for you to do what you want to do because you you want to do that. You want to get back and, and yeah. just to pretty much be of service. Same thing yep. with me. That's why I decided to come back last year. La- la- yeah, last, last year, this year. this year, Angela? I'm sorry. I'm confusing the years. But that's why I decided to do that. And this is technically our fifth season now, which is, like, oh. I'm just happy. Yeah. So... Thank, Thank you again to be yeah, a part of this time. journey with us. Thank you. Yeah,
1: this is great. So what Thank- do you
0: got for us tonight to read?
1: All right.
0: I'm dying to hear this. Oh,
1: Jesus. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll read. I was thinking I'll read something of someone else's from a release, but I'll read one of my own. That It, it yeah. probably is, feels Who more natural. Um, so this uh, came out uh, mm-hmm. later on last year. Um it's I'm in release oh actually early last year I guess. I'm at release forty something now. Uh mm-hmm. this was uh fourteen. So it's uh-huh. a little earlier. But it's a split between uh, myself and a guy, uh Patrick Moore, who's on Instagram. He's a, a a pretty great writer. Um again, he's another guy that has done big books, uh big poetry collections, uh but also is you know, supports the little guy and he sent me a bunch of solid poems. Um Yes. Yeah, so, so I'll read this one, um, and it's—I don't know—it kind of talks similar to the end of uh, the last Arthur poem, uh, how it mm-hmm. like kind of goes into. Oh, Harry,
0: should we partner? Should we read them together? You, after you, you read this, yeah, you. Uh, should I read mine first, and then sure, you read that one? Sure. All right, because uh, again, this just matches everything you said, especially uh, being that small press. So, um, in Arthur's book, uh, again. Uh, we'll have somebody from the li- open mic, we'll have them win. But this one's from, uh, remote- and he, uh, yeah, because I want to say something after this, because this is kind of why we reached out to you. But um, this is called Breathing uh, with an Iron Lug by um, Arthur J. Wilhelm. I guess I cared more when the mail didn't stop and the basement smelled like ink and warm paper. I guess I cared more when I was ignorant to the fact that vested interest wasn't interest at all. When I was a name, but not my name. When I was just another drunk, putting words and it didn't matter if I was going through it. I guess I cared more when I thought people cared about more than making a name and shouting, look at me from the rooftops. I guess I cared more when I was hunched over with bleeding fingertips from punching holes until 3 a.m. with a sweating glass and half-smoked cigarette when I was naive to think that anyone cared at all. I guess I cared more when people were more like people and less like leeches trying to suck me dry. There will be no mourning for those nights. And I'm sure as shit don't miss the entitlement that it brought, but I do miss when I thought it mattered, but it didn't. And I didn't. Nobody gave fuck all when it died and I don't give fuck all now. Print it. Print it. <laughs> and he talked about it on the first um, interview, which actually was my first actual live interview ever oh. and he talked about just how he was happy that he didn't do it anymore but at the same time he wished he still did so yeah. you have a companion piece for
1: this yeah not necessarily a companion but it kind well, of to you know me doing what i do but also yeah whatever i'll just read it it's called uh tv tv plays the sound of distant explosions uh all right armed with jets, mounted artillery, warships, and tanks. I'm hunched over a small square crafting table equipped with pen, papers, and stapler. My knees are dry, I'm folding pages into books. All our protest songs and pretty hearts are mostly true. Can I call you tonight? I will call you some names, call to tell you something, I need you to listen. I would call just to hear your sleepy breathing. Do the lines reach where you are? Might be you just finished cooking. It could be you just settled in with a shake of fear. Well, I miss you, something like a treehouse, like an olden shelter crumbling on the brink of cataclysm. TV plays, the sound of distant explosions, a candle on the mantle flickers. That's it. Wow.
0: Heck yeah. yeah. Uh, That's- uh, thank you. I don't, I don't like out uh, in front of people. Like, that was. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Maybe uh, in front of a, a crowd of people sitting at, at, in, a, in a Barnes and Noble, yeah. maybe. I don't know. Maybe a, a, a stage somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, uh, do you want to talk about your feeling from that? Like, definitely, I know, Andy, I felt like you definitely had a reaction for sure.
2: I just, I'm speechless. Like
1: Thank you.
2: I, I just love to listen, honestly. It's, it's, wow. Again, this is an honor and a privilege. I, I, Wow.
1: Thank you. Thank you very much. That's a, that's a, that's a really cool reaction. Um, I don't, yeah, I don't know. It's, it was written in one moment because of, I I was literally sitting in our living room at, we have a little kid table in the middle of our living room uh, that they eat at, they draw it, they do the homework at, whatever. Um, But one late one night, um, I was putting together books, you know, to be released, uh, folding stapling, like I say, uh, and I had the news on, and it was, I guess, I don't remember the month, but it was some crazy shit was happening on the news. Uh, I think maybe it was the beginning of the Ukraine stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. All that, and I'm sitting there folding this and hearing, all, like, you know, the news, these people, figureheads speaking uh, about this. And it's, you know, a lot of stuff is just built on top, and then this is happening. And I'm just sitting there putting the books together, and it's like, what is the point of all this shit when this is happening, you know? Like whatever. And that's, and just thinking about people, friends, also thinking like the person that I would want to, I'm not going to give you know, make up your own, uh, thought or about what mm-hmm. it's about, but just thinking right. about people and, you know, maybe friends that you haven't spoken to wanting to call or even like your family is over there and you wanting to call your family, but you can't right. because there's bombs being dropped in their fucking neighborhood. So, you know, it's that kind of thing. I, I tend to be very uh, focused on, like, I don't, I don't know. I, I'm always focused on my own thoughts and relationships and feelings. Um, but the world around you always trickles into what you're doing because that's, you know, we live life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's kind of what it, you know, that's kind of what it is.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I get that because you can live your own experience because the outside world technically can't ex- your daily but at the same time the outside world affects your mind and everything daily yeah try to live and within the um either like above or below the plane just try to get through the day you know i hear that especially a thousand percent yeah wow well um i guess this is where i have to say again thank you so much for doing the interview portion with us and we're definitely gonna have you back on uh, definitely uh, chatting with you. Uh, we'll give you that time off. But when the new drop comes out in June, we'd definitely like to have you on. Yes, yeah, so let's do
2: a part two, please. That'll be awesome. Absolutely.
0: So, um, for everybody who's with us, I'm going to technically close shop, and he's going to get into the driver's seat with like, uh, driver sheet, and then uh, we'll continue with open mic. So anybody else who wants to come and read, and we'll read some more from our. Yeah, oh, you want,
2: yeah, you, yeah, that too. And if you want to DM some pieces to us for read, that's awesome too. And yeah,
0: so again, thank you. so um, thank you. guys, stay
2: so tuned. Close it out so we can thank start it
0: all over again. Thanks. Thank too. you,
2: brother. I appreciate you, man. Love it. Thank you.